Good evening, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Minister Chantel, and I'm one of the ministers here at the Way Church of Tampa Bay. Hey, listen, we are in our third week of our summer series titled A Summer Diet. This is where we'll be examining each fruit of the spirit. So on tonight, I'm going to examine the fruit of peace. If you can turn your Bibles to Psalm 34 and 14, go ahead and get those Bibles out, whether it's the one that has the pages on it or the one with an electronic screen. Again, turn with me to Psalm 34, verse 14, and I'll be reading from the NLT version, New Living Translation version. And it says, turn away from evil and do good. Search for peace and work to maintain it. For the purposes of tonight's study, I'm going to focus on part B of this scripture. Search for peace and work to maintain it. Have you ever heard someone say, I don't have no peace? Maybe you said that yourself or I need peace in my life, peace in my mind. From a human standpoint, that is totally understandable. Look at everything that our lives are faced with. Death disappointments, diagnosis, dysfunction, and even difficult decisions. And because of all of these life challenges, we have a tendency to cope and or react in negative ways. So what do I mean by this? We operate in anxiety. We're always anxious. We're always uh, kind of like on the edge. Or it could be anger. We could have um, outbursts of anger. Or maybe we're just having a straight up attitude. All of this leaves us void of the very peace that God intended for us to have. So on tonight, hey y'all, I'm gonna keep it real simple. I'm gonna discuss two ways to obtain peace. The first way is to search for it. And the second way is to maintain it. So let's look at part B again of the text. First way to obtain peace is to search for it. It says search for peace. Here, the instruction is clear. The text tells us to search for peace. It's not enough to ask God for peace, but we must put forth an effort to obtain it. Unfortunately, we have a tendency to become lazy in our efforts, expecting God to provide this peace automatically. Everybody say not so. So when we feel that he's not supplying it, what happens? We turn our efforts towards something else. Our search may then become one of temporary gratification, putting us in a place of desperation and recklessness. And if we're not careful, just as it says, as in Romans eight and six, our minds will be governed by the flesh and not the spirit. So instead of believing the Bible, believing what God's word says, we believe our peace comes from a bag. So what do I mean from this? It can be a bag of chips. It can be a bag of cash. We we are eating to try to to find peace because we don't have it. Or uh, when I say cash, it could be because you're you're working, you're chasing after the dollar. or You may be at a Seminole Hard Rock Casino chasing after money to help give you peace. We believe peace comes from a bottle. It could be a bottle of pills or it could be a bottle of Patron. If you don't know what I'm talking about, let me go back. 
It could be Mad Dog 2020. It could be Man of Shepherds or Naturalized. At the end of the day, we cannot find peace in a bottle or bag. And lastly, we may think peace comes from a bed. I'ma keep it short, y'all. You sleeping with everybody that ain't your wife or ain't your husband. The reality is, Peace begins with us intentionally seeking the Father. So what do we need to do? We need to be uh, prayed up. We have to go to our Father in prayer. We have to study his word. It's one thing to just read it, but the other thing is to read it, study it, see what it means. How is it speaking and meditate on what the word is saying to you or through fasting. Maybe this is a time that you need to hear from God. But all of these are key ways of us intentionally seeking our father. James four and eight tells us to draw near to God. And guess what? He will draw near to us. Then and only then will we experience a level of peace that surpasses all understanding as stated in Philippians four and seven. So, hey, real simple. The first way that we're going to maintain peace is what? We got to search for it. Go ahead and put that in the comment box. I told y'all, I'm going to keep this real simple. We have to be intentional about our pursuit and our search for peace. Secondly, let's look at the scripture. It says work to maintain it. So our sec my second point, somebody say maintain. Put that in the comment box. We must work to maintain our peace. After we search for peace, the Bible instructs us to work to maintain it. So you may be wondering, how do I maintain my peace? Or how do we all maintain our peace? Because I'm not exempt. By setting boundaries to protect it. All right, y'all. Y'all get ready because I might step on some toes here. Stop allowing people and problems to rob you of the very thing that helps keep you grounded. Who or what you allow in our space dictates how much our peace is protected. Therefore, a situation should not guide our peace, but our peace should help us guide us through a situation. Let me say that one more time. A situation should not guide our peace, but peace should help us guide through a situation. So let's look at Jesus. All right. So Jesus was in the boat when uh, Jesus had to calm the storm, right? He's in the boat and he's at peace. Why do I say that? The Bible didn't say, oh, Jesus at peace. He said he was asleep. And how many of y'all know that if you don't have no peace, guess what? You ain't sleeping. So here we have Jesus in the boat. He's at peace. He's asleep. And then he is faced with two things. First, he's faced with people who are the disciples. And then he's faced with a problem, which is the storm. In this moment, he did not allow the disciples or the storm to guide his peace. Instead, what did he do? He allowed the peace, he was peace, the peace that was in him to guide the storm by saying, peace be still. So what am I saying here? 
There are situations, there are people that we cannot allow to guide our peace, but the peace that's in us, we allow it to help us guide through the situation or help us with different people. So be mindful of maintaining your peace, especially as it pertains to family. Y'all probably not going to like me, but I'm somebody got to say it. Again, be mindful of maintaining your peace, especially as it pertains to family. Because for some reason, when it comes to our loved ones, we fail to establish boundaries or allow them to simply be crossed. It's amazing how we will sacrifice our own peace out of a sense of obligation. What do I mean by that? Oh, well, you know, that's my mama. You know, that's my daddy. You know, that's my granddaddy. That's my aunt. That's my best friend. And we allow these boundaries to be crossed because we feel a simple obligation to these people. And to take it one step further, we become more concerned about not offending. We don't never want to offend nobody instead of operated in the peace that God has provided. So again, we don't want to offend anybody. So by us not wanting to offend, we allow these boundaries to be crossed. Ultimately, this leaves us in a place of frustration and resentment. In other words, we be in our feelings. We be feeling some kind of way. And then we want to have a nerve to complain about somebody crossing the boundaries. Well, they crossed the boundaries because we allowed it because we did not protect. We did not maintain. We did not guard our peace at all costs. Bottom line, maintain your peace by protecting it. I'm going to say that one more time. Bottom line, maintain your peace by protecting it. Isaiah 26 and three clearly tells us that he will keep us in perfect peace if our mind is stayed on him. When we reach this level of peace, just like Jesus, no one or nothing can shake us. It can't rattle us. It can't steal our peace. It can't rob us of our peace. It can't put us in a place or position where we don't have peace. So again, I told y'all this is, it's a real simple lesson, but I said a lot. In order to maintain peace, first thing that we have to do, what is the first thing? I don't see y'all putting that in the comment box. The first thing that we have to do with, to maintain our peace, we got to search for it. You need to seek after the father. You have to chase after him. He is the only one that's going to provide this peace. And secondly, we have to maintain it. Not only maintain it, but we have to work at maintaining it. And we do this by, again, guarding it, by protecting it, by setting boundaries in place when it comes to people and problems. So, again, this is the word of the Lord on tonight. Again, I told y'all I was going to keep it simple. I'm going to keep it brief. But uh, please do not allow people to interfere with your peace. Again, if you want peace, if you want to obtain it, if you want to have it to 
um, grab hold of it. If you see people and you see them in crazy situations and you're wondering how in the world are they not losing their mind? They are not losing their mind because they search for peace. And then after they search for it, they did exactly what the Bible says. It said work to maintain it. Again, this is the word of the Lord for tonight. Please join us if you can for um, next week's series. And if you can, uh, enjoy, uh, if you can um, come on Facebook Live or on YouTube, uh, Instagram, where we have our worship services at 1030 a.m. on Sunday. So if you can worship with us this coming Sunday at 1030 a.m., let us go to God in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we just come to you, oh God, just first of all, just saying thank you. God, you are awesome. You are amazing. You are mighty. You are all knowing. You're powerful. And we're so grateful for who you are and who you have become in our lives. God, on tonight, someone is not operating in peace. God, they're looking for peace in other ways, searching all over. They're looking for peace in a bag. They're looking for peace in a bed. They're looking for peace in a bottle, oh God, where they should be looking for peace in the Bible, peace in the relationship with you. And so I ask right now in the name of Jesus, oh God, that you will speak to them even now, that they may find ways, God, that they can search for that peace that they're desperately looking for. And secondly, oh God, after we have searched for this peace and we found it, I pray, Lord, that we will work hard to maintain it. I pray that we're not concerned about offending our family members, our loved ones, our co-workers, but that we set boundaries, that we guard our peace, that we protect it, that we put parameters around it, oh God. So just like Jesus, we won't be shaken, we won't be moved, but we will allow the peace in our lives to guide the situation. God, we thank you, we honor you, and we adore you, and we ask all of these things in your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us. We look forward to seeing you soon.